Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Normally here on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob all in the house. It is July 1st, 2022. A new month. Same old Kentucky Roll Call. And if you're listening, if you're listening live, you picked a good day to do so. We will be giving away some things on the show today so stay tuned you'll get to hear how we'll we'll give those things away how you can potentially be a big time winner but always a big time winner and always quite literally big nick roush how are you uh i'm i'm great um i've got um i've got some fun aches this morning i uh we we went to the community pool in my wife's hometown and uh tj this isn't just your your average old olympic pool they've got um, they got some some big slides and uh, a high dive, and I I had not been off the high dive since I don't know maybe going to Lakeside in middle school fifteen years ago. So you bet your sweet buns that I got some some big can openers in off that high dive, and yeah, it just um, you know throwing kids around, uh, you, you, you get those 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 good aches, that good sore. But it, it was it was a good time. I'm just man, I forgot. Forgot what it was like to just fly through the air like that. There was a couple times where went in the water a little awkwardly, and it's like, "Ooh, man, you should take a break, old man. Take take a little, take one off." No, oh, miss, miss a good TJ, high dive. TJ, no, it, it was I, had, I had a, had a so I was on mute, but I had a file open, and it just wouldn't let me click the unmute until I closed out of the little file thing that was open. <laughs> so like I was clicking unmute, and it just would it was like eh, 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 and it made me have to go address the file. No, there's nothing like a good high dive. Justin's right. I had a similar experience probably about a month and a half ago at a country club that had a high dive, and it was just nothing but like. Seven-year-old, eight-year-old, ten-year-old, back to like a six-year-old working up the courage to go. Thirty-one-year-old TJ, yeah. six-year-old, seven-year-old, <laughs> eight-year-old, thirty-one-year-old me. Uh, 
course, I was like doing cool flips and all, you know, impressing all the. You, oh, you were showing them up. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, there's that. That's hey, that's Fourth of July for you. You get in the pool, you throw the kids around, you go off the diving boards. Sounds like you're starting off your long weekend the right way. Oh, yeah. Justin Kalen, how are you? I am good. I, too, am going to start my weekend off the right way. Going golfing after the show today. And then after that, I get to go. My buddy's renting a lake house at one of the lakes this weekend. So I'll be heading out there tonight and then spending all day tomorrow on the lake before we really start to break into our 4th of July celebration starting on Sunday. So looking forward to a great weekend. Glad it's Friday. No, we're all glad it's Friday. Friday before a long weekend. It hits a little bit different. Celebrating our nation's independence. Intern Jacob, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing good, TJ. I started off this weekend right last night. I had a few margaritas, a couple beers, um, and I'm heading to the lake as well. Justin, what lake are you going to? I'll be at Patoka. I will not be at Patoka, but I will be at the lake. <laughs> All right, Jacob, the big question I have, since you had some margaritas, sounds like you went to a Mexican restaurant. Did you try I salsa? Did. I did not. <laughs> oh, what my God. Hell, what, what have you been doing? What have you learned this summer? What has been the whole point of this internship if you didn't try salsa last night? What a good content item, okay, Jacob, no. you could have been. You're at a Mexican restaurant. You send a picture to the KRC Facebook group or the Twitter page, and you say, look what I've got. And then you got everybody on the edge of their seat all night. Boom, content item heading into the day. Come on, intern Jacob. This, the calendar struck queso, TJ. I had to get some queso. Not last night. Oh. Not last night, intern Jacob. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Unless you were eating at a Mexican restaurant in Europe, potentially. Last night, it was not queso month. So, you, Ooh, Jacob, here's an idea for you. Pal. You, your excuse could be, I was waiting to go to Salsaritas to try salsa for the first time because it's salsa so good, it's in their name. My thoughts exactly. It's like he was reading my mind, fellas. TJ, get schooled. Oh, intern, intern Jacob. All righty. Well, good. Glad everybody's doing well. It's going to be a fun show today. Uh, my goodness gracious, for somebody that was kind of out of the loop yesterday with news, uh, checking my phone periodically, Roush, holy smoke. So the old college landscape is different. Yep. And uh, I remember when the Oklahoma, it's, it's been almost a year. Uh, it, we were down at SEC Media Days when the Oklahoma-Texas news broke and people said, this is going to change college athletics forever. And you might think that's some hyperbole, but it really – Really wasn't. Um, I mean, not only did you get the immediate trickle down effect with the Big Ten, twelve shuffling around to try to fill their spots, moving people from the AAC, the Sun Belt, the Conference USA. Like there was a big trickle down effect just from that. Well, the Big Ten was going to strike back. They did. They have, uh, and it was not just with the Alliance. It was by taking two of their premier members, USC and UCLA, similar to the Oklahoma Texas move. By the time news broke, it was all but a done deal. Um, I think that they've already, the paperwork's already been submitted. So it's basically already a done deal. USC, UCLA will be joining the Big Ten to create a 16-team conference. Now there will be two big ones. And as we already anticipated, it's the Big Ten and the SEC and then everybody else. Uh, that's what it's going to look like moving forward. 
Now, the 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 fun takeaway though, I think to to really confirm what you're saying though, TJ, is all of these reporters are like, well, if you think this is it, it's only going to be more. Uh, where people are ultimately predicting twenty team leagues, uh, and, and just kind of siphoning off, um, I guess the 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 remaining eight or so from the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve, whatever's left, and then. The big question is the ACC because the ACC is the only one that hasn't been dramatically hit yet. Uh, and part of it's because ESPN's protecting them. They've got a big TV rights deal. Uh, they, they Clemson and Florida State are always talked about as being the next ones up because of their football prowess. I mean, the only team that has more college football playoff appearances and titles is than Clemson is Alabama. So it, it all makes sense on paper. But they have this big grant of rights deal, and ESPN has the ACC network. So there's some complications there. But all in all, uh, this was the second major step in this dramatic conference realignment shift. And uh, TJ, when we I forgot what it was, where uh, the initial thing that got the Jay Billises of the world and the Power Five is going to break off from the NCAA. Whatever started that was maybe people were just trying to get ahead of it. That wasn't it. This conference realignment, this iteration of it, where you have from Atlantic uh, City in New Jersey and Piscataway and Records to the Pacific Coast with USC and UCLA. When you've got conferences that big, I mean, it's it's a completely different college landscape now, and it is a one where the NCAA's significance matters much less particularly in college football where they already don't crown a champion yeah it's it's huge i've never really been too worked up about like the air travel aspect of it Uh, ucla and usc i would guess would fly to every one of its sporting events i'm sure some of their sports maybe would take buses to some of their northern california games I uh, can't imagine the Arizona schools are too terribly close, but maybe that's a driving candidate. But e- even though those are those are long drive, even to the Northern California schools, they're long drive. This is big. So if you're getting on a plane for an hour, is it really that big of a difference to stay on the plane for an extra hour and a half, two hours, maybe an extra two and a half hours? Not really in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about anywhere from six to 10 hour bus rides for most folks or an hour and a half flight tacking on a little extra time on that. I've, I've never thought the, Oh, but look at how are they going to play all their games? That's not as huge of an issue. And also you can do revenue sharing splits where you where USC and UCLA when they join the big 10, they're going to say we need a bigger cut because we're sending our tennis teams to Piscataway here and there. And again, I don't know all the logistics of every sport going to go. What's it all going to look like? I don't know. I was a little out of the loop and wasn't able to read as much on it yesterday as I wanted. But what I did read is what we've been telling you with maybe a slight asterisk here. We've been telling you that a super league is coming. Now I've always said it's eventually just going to be the SEC, but Roush probably going to be like a little AFL, NFL, AFC, NFC. It'll probably end up being the Big Ten will be one division. The SEC will be another super division. And I wouldn't doubt if at some point we worked our way towards a Big Ten champion representative versus an SEC champion representative. And there is your national champion someday, potentially. But 
there super leagues are coming. It's already happening, and now the camera pans to all the it pans to everybody. It, it it's like a who done it movie. You got to keep eyes on what does the Pac-12 do because there was a conversation when Texas and Oklahoma left for the SEC that the Pac-12 was going to gobble up some of the remaining Big 12 teams, at least the ones that were sexy enough options. Now I wonder if the Big 12 is. Like, okay, do we maybe go take some of the Pac-12 now? What do you do there? And then if you're the ACC, all the cameras are panning towards your good friends, Clemson and Florida State. Because if you lose them, you lose the ACC. Really, if you lose Clemson, you lose the ACC. Shout out to the Big Ten for being aggressive. I didn't think they had it in them, to be honest with you. I would much rather have had the SEC just go try to take Ohio State and Michigan and then it, then they would have just had their choice of how they wanted to round out their Super League. But the Big Ten was aggressive. Looks like they're going to stay together. Uh, they totally lied about their Pac-12 Big Ten ACC alliance, which is hilarious. Like, the call is coming from inside the house, Roush. Uh, hey, we all got to stay together. The, the ever-changing landscape of college football, this ground is not steady. I'm, I'm nervous. If we all stick together, though, this should be good. And then it ends up your own big bro is coming and poaching UCLA and USC from you, which cracks me up more than you know. But does the Big Ten say, hey, Washington, Oregon, you're coming with Pac-12, see you later. If that's the case, is there anything worth a darn for the SEC to go after in the Pac-12? Or does the SEC just strictly turn its sights on ACC, you know what's coming, come give us what you need? Does the Pac-12, Big 12, ACC reminder, remainders try to make a super conference that isn't as prestigious, but you got strength in numbers sort of deal? Because if they do that, that's most likely where you see our friends Louisville fall into the equation, Roush, because they have always been on rocky conference realignment ground. Yeah. And even people older than us could probably talk about some some conference realignment chatter back in the day, going to Metro, CUSA, they were independent for a little bit. The Big 12 was the one that passed over them before they joined the ACC. Yes, they seemed like they were locked into the Big 12. West Virginia came in, swiped their spot. Louisville seemed kind of lost in the abyss for a little bit, but then when Maryland and some schools went from the ACC to the Big 10, that opened up a spot there for old U of L. But now, all my U of L friends, realistically, Roush, are nervous, understandably so. They don't know what this will mean for U of L. There's not one conference that can accurately predict what the next three to four years will hold for said conference. Uh, no power conference, at least. And then really, you know, you got to wonder the the ripple effect for the G5 conferences after this. Mm-hmm. But right. it's, uh, it, it is uncertain times for somebody in radio and just a fan of college sports. I love it. I, I can't get enough of realignment. I think like the summer 2012 rush or whenever 2011, that was like yeah. the one. Just you never knew what was going to happen next. We're back to that. You don't know what's going to happen next. The SEC most likely probably going to be aggressive. I would imagine any team that's not in the Big Ten or the SEC is probably looking at avenues to get in either one of those conferences if it's possible. And I think for Clemson and Florida State, maybe for Miami. I think it could be possible for them. It's going to be fascinating to see how it all unfolds, and we want to hear what you think is going to happen on the Thornton's text line. 
502-414-1450 is the number. Uh, the other fun team in this equation, too, TJ, is Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame has it, – it's it's so weird how they've been able to weave around all of the conference realignment to remain independent, to keep some of their old rivals, and yet still take some money from the ACC while letting all their other sports play in the ACC. Uh, and – the specifics of it, it's one of those things where Notre Dame has always turned down some money um, to remain independent. It's kind of the cost of doing business. Uh, they, they still have the NBC TV deal, but it's not as nearly as profitable as it is with linking up with a conference uh, that has the, the huge package sort of deals. Uh, but what, what, by May, the, their, their path to the playoff is now much more difficult. The BCS made exemptions for them. Um, the college football playoff kind of does now. Um, I, I don't know if there's specific rules written in for Notre Dame for the college football playoff or not, but that the that that path is much more difficult. Um, so th- this could be their opportunity to use their leverage to to pick which league they want to ultimately join. Um, that that's one I'm looking at. And the other thing I'm, that I'm really excited about, what really fires me up about this, TJ. The stupid idiots that run the Rose Bowl, they're toast. They're absolutely toast. The, 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 the home of the Rose Bowl is now in the Big Ten. That game has been the reason why the college football playoff, as fun as it is to watch, as great as it is to see the sun setting over the mountains of Pasadena on New Year's Day, it's been the reason why college football playoff expansion hasn't happened sooner. And now that I, I think this helps get that stupid game out of the way where we can just play the college football playoff games every day on New Year's Day, you can rotate them in and out, and you don't have the Rose Bowl getting in the way of a 12-team playoff. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens with the Rose Bowl. I'm glad you brought up Notre Dame because they seem to hold a lot of chips in this equation. Uh, the Big Ten gets Notre Dame. That'd be absolutely huge for them. If I'm the SEC, I'm making a play for Notre Dame too. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be wild to see how all of it unfolds. But, uh, Justin, I bet you're just happy that your old Hoosiers are with the the haves and not the have-nots, huh? Well, so it's – it's I was confused about the whole thing in my mind because you get USC, who is pretty well a pushover in basketball, but football, they're just going to run right through us if we ever have to play. And then UCLA is the exact opposite. They're going to be a pushover in football – but in basketball, we'll probably have some pretty gnarly games against each other. So it's it, they're going to be a tough out. So I, I didn't really know how to feel when I heard the news. But I am just I, – I, t- I will tell you all, I'm excited about USC and Ohio State in football. That's going to be fun. Uh, Justin, that's just a, uh, that's a tough take in so many different areas. First off, you're bragging about how cool it'll be for Ohio State to play USC when you're a fan of a team in said conference. Well, we're never going to be in the we're never going to be in the Big Ten championship. Well, okay, what about UCLA coming and playing at Assembly Hall? Isn't that cool? Wouldn't that? Oh, be that's cool a, yeah. No, it's it's. I'm I'm not saying I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's basically another blue blood coming into the conference that we'll get to play hopefully every year. So, I mean, it's it's going to help strengthen the schedule, all that jazz. Yeah, it'll be fun. And secondly, USC basketball has been better than IU the last 20 years, and mm. US, UCLA football has been much better than IU football the last 20 years. 
You want about five hundred dollars on wind tool? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just shell it out five hundred dollar bets left and right. No, that's cool, Justin. Like, and I'm gonna bring this to a UK take here in a second, but it is cool that in the future you could go to crappy Memorial Stadium and see the USC Trojans taking on IU in a conference football game. Like, who? Who 20 years ago would have ever thought that that would have even been a sentence that you could say that like, hey, USC's coming to town this weekend for a big conference game. What? What? And the same will apply, Roush, for UK. As UK has taken this next step up the football ladder, which we're all we talk about probably once a week, how how happy and how great and because we know where it's been. So we're very happy with that stuff. But Roush, there's a there's a future for UK. And I think this will happen someday. You know, I don't know if the schedule will ever work out this way, where it's, hey, we got our exciting rivalry game against Tennessee coming up this week. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. But I hope the boys don't look ahead because you got Texas coming in town the week after that. And then after that, UK goes on the road to Clemson. What? What? For football? <laughs> like, this is amazing. Like, this is so cool. I, I know that some schools are going to get left in the dust, but it ain't my school. So I don't care, to be quite frank with you. I care about the University of Kentucky, and it is sweet, this mega football conference that the SEC is putting together. I love that the Big Ten is doing something similar. If anything, it should be a reminder of the SEC that while you are the top dog, you ain't the only dog. So keep being hungry, keep being aggressive, and go uh, get this – is, this is good. Now, will it, could it be bad news for UK? Could it make life tougher? Sure, but you're probably going to be recruiting in a different pool – uh, the whole landscape will be a little bit different. Yeah, well, and it's a sweet future to think about, Roush, if you take some time and do it. Well, and you just have to think about how much fun it can be, and you also have to change your—I don't want to say move the goalposts because that's what all the—I the, I hate that. It's just noise the hell I mean people say that. But your thoughts, it's, it's like the COVID-19 season where you had to think differently about defining success the old ways of having 18 conferences where you played everybody in your region every single year, like that, that model is long gone. Winning your conference in that way is much easier than what it's going to be in the future. Now winning a conference, it, I mean, it's basically like winning a national title, like winning a final four. Just it's, it's a different, we, we have to change the way we define some of our variables, some of our components of success, those those high benchmarks, because it's it's just it's going to be more difficult when you're you're playing a lot more teams. There, there's just a lot more to stack up against to compare to. So uh, I know there's probably some pushback from people who grew up watching it when conferences were geographically based, and it made it made more sense in our brains than that Big Ten commercial, that commercial where they're going across the map and they're showing all the landmarks. They're going to have to make it a whole lot damn bigger uh, because it, it just it doesn't make as much sense in our brain. But the way that this sport makes money, um, this was we've been kind of going in this direction for a while. And now it's 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 almost I don't want to say reached its final destination, but we're we're, we're going to that point where College sports, particularly college football and the NCAA men's basketball tournament, it's always been pseudo-professional. Now we're just making it much more official in this day and age. So you're, you're, I'm glad you mentioned it because there are going to be some people that will just say, 
this this isn't the college athletics I knew. This is UK going to play a game at college, going all the way to West Texas, or if you know. And also, what if Notre Dame gets in the SEC and UK goes and travels South Bend? UK fans will love that. That being said, there's some folks that won't like the geographical aspect of this. I've used to travel to all the road games, and now it's just going to be impossible. Well, maybe it will be impossible for you. But one, it'll continue to put an emphasis on home games. Go to the games you can go to and love the hell out of them. And NFL teams have been – the NFL has been somewhat successful. And I don't think that they have a beautiful geography-based league. Now, you do have your divisions which are geography-based. That's nice. And I would guess that, like, a super SEC league would also do some sort of geographical divisions. Uh, gosh, I forget who tweeted it out last night, Roush, but it was uh, there. There was a funny one that I'm going to pull up here while I'm chatting. But um, NFL's fine. You'll watch the road games that are far away on TV, and you'll go on and you'll live a, a happy life. And uh, again, they'll probably be somewhat geographic based within divisions. So UK probably still will be playing on the road at UT, probably playing on the road maybe at Vanderbilt. So those are all still very drivable games. Also, how about Vanderbilt? They're probably just like, man, this is sweet. I'm glad glad we've got good friends. <laughs> that is, uh, you're definitely the the guy in line outside of the club. Like, yeah, I know them. And they're like, dude, there's no way you're with that guy. And then they like peek their head out and they're like, oh, yeah, come on in. And, and then they're like, see, look, see, I'm in the cool kids club. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Northwestern doing something similar in the Big Ten now. They're like UCLA and USC. If you guys are looking for some fun Chicago parties, you come up to Northwestern Town. Uh, we'll show you a good time. We'll show you the library. Oh, yeah. All right. Mark Titus tweeted this out, Roush. He said, okay. every D1 school is either Big Ten or SEC. Fox owns the Big Ten. ESPN owns the SEC. Amazon buys both Fox and ESPN. They merged the two conferences together to make a new coalition of American athletics, NCAA. The coalition then splits up into divisions called Pac-12, Big 12, ACC, SEC, Big 10. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. new coalition of American athletics. <laughs> new coalition. <laughs> it would be kind of funny, though, because like as the SEC, you know, if they are heading to 20 teams, both leagues, and I don't doubt it, I don't doubt they may not, they may not stop there, if we're being honest with you. You are going to need to break them up into divisions, Roush. And then at that point, it's going to be, you know, it's going to kind of feel like back to old conferences to some degree. And you're right that like the level of success will be: did you win your, did you win the southeastern division and the southeastern conference? Uh, yeah, you know, this year we did. We moved on to the playoffs. It'll probably be something similar to that. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fun. Don't you're, you'll probably hear of a new SEC scheduling model here soon enough. Don't get too worked up on it because it's going to change here soon. I can probably. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> athletics. Intern Jacob, you're quiet about the whole thing. I am taking it all in still, kind of. I got my opinions on certain things, and they haven't fully developed yet, but they're coming. They're coming. So I'm curious, when you – First, you're, you're you're sipping down margarita number four. Uh, you're feeling a little lucid. You're with the, the the boys at the Mexican restaurant, and you find out that this is happening. What's your instant reaction? Are you you happy? Are you sad? Are you nervous? What's going through your brain like when you first heard this? Okay, I, I think I agree with TJ. It's going to get kind of tough for the cats at some points, but 
it's good. I, I think that if we can go down to Clemson and go down to Oklahoma, I think that's good. I think it'll be fun. That will be fun. Uh, I like that your takes weren't fully developed, so it was just a clump of takes, would you say? I, I it is a – yeah, it's just it's yeah. a take stack. I, I, I hear you loud and clear. Well, there's a lot to digest, a lot to take in with the college football – well, college sports, I guess, at the conference expansion. And dust has not even close to settled on this stuff. You'll hear more news – probably the remainder of the summer that you'll get little tidbits here and there. But again, is the SEC more aggressive? Does the Big Ten keep striking? Can the Pac-12, Big 12, ACC do anything to come together, stay together, not lose any more members? I think the answer to that question is almost certainly no. Uh, But we've got a long time to talk about it. I'll tell you that much. We're going to hit our first break. You're going to want to be listening in hour number two today. I can promise you that. We are giving away some of the coolest stuff that we've given away in big exports radio history, in my opinion, at least. And that's so not hyperbole. He's yeah. It's dead on. Awesome yeah, giveaway in hour two. Opinion. We've given away some cool, you know, we've given away like Pacer Suite tickets before and stuff like that. We've given away cool stuff before. Uh, the coolest stuff we give away is when our people can't end up like getting it somehow or we can't get it to them. Uh, we'll get you this one. We'll we'll find a way to make sure you get this gift, and you will be happy you do have it. But that's not until hour number two. In the meantime, we're going to hit a break right now. We'll come back. It wasn't all college athletic expansion news yesterday, although it did dominate the news cycle. So we've got other things we'll get to. Don't go anywhere. July 1st edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. We'll be right back. So where are you headed? Aspen. Mmm, California. Beautiful. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, intern Jacob in the house. And intern Jacob did mention something earlier. Yesterday was not Queso Month. Today is. So no better way to start Queso Month on day numero uno and hit up Salserita is one of their two locations in town, St. Matthews or Middletown. And maybe you're having a 4th of July picnic. Maybe you're having some folks over for some fireworks. Let's also read us cater it for you. Let them do work the holiday season. You just focus on your party, hanging out with people, and what other noises Roush is making in the background. Uh, every day they're going to be doing something different. Every day they're going to have a special deal. If you've got that Salsaritas app, it's fun and it's a good time. Well, and if I don't you, know, I don't know. I'm trying to pull up what they've got going on today. I've got it right here. It's yeah. if every time you buy queso. In the month of July, you're going to get an app reward. And it can range from bonus points to $10 off your next Salsaritas order. So they're they're, they're paying you to eat queso at Salsaritas. Unbelievable. Like, again, queso is not my go-to because their salsa is so good. It's in their name. But I may just have to get queso to get the the sweet goodies. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's just like, you know what? Uh, Whenever you're at Tulsa Readers and you're thinking, should I also get us out of queso? The answer to that question all month of July is yes. Yes, you should. During queso month, you treat yourself. Intern Jacob, what's up, buddy? We've got a few Cats in the Pros news, quick hitters. Um, Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox back together. We've got maybe a Devin Booker trade that's in the works, maybe. Not sure what's going to go on there with Kevin Durant, but there was some big news in the NBA last night. It was uh, it was fun to follow along with. Well, yeah. To, to be clear, Devin Booker's not going to get traded, but the Suns might make a trade for to, to, to bring KD to play with Booker. Because um, I saw I the saw Booker's him. about to do a Supermax and be on the cover of NBA 2K. Well, the Suns said the only way, or the Nets said the only way... Don't leave us hanging here. We lost. Oh man! The only way what, Jacob? The only only way way what? Can you hear me now? (laughs) They said the only way they're going to send uh, Kevin Durant to Phoenix is for Devin Booker. Well, they're just liars. Nobody's sending like. Well, do that. They said the only way Kevin Durant's going to Phoenix is for Devin Booker. Yeah, NBA teams say that, but they're. They're much when when the rubber meets the road and they're they're taking a hard stance. They get pushed over pretty easily by these players because Kevin Durant can almost force his way into making this happen without the the Suns spending all their capital. I just like that Kyrie dared to be different, but his buddy KD said, "Ha, not me. I'm not. I'm just a normal folk. I'm I'm going. I'm going elsewhere. I'm one of the normal people that make the world go around." But it is, it is exciting. Uh, KD on the move again. It's hard keeping track of all the teams that he's been on. But I would imagine the Heat are going to probably try to put something together for him, which could also involve, obviously, Tyler Hero. The Suns mm-hmm. have been mentioned. I wouldn't – I would uh, – do the, do the Celtics feel the need to try to go into that? They, they got a pretty good core, but I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard the Celtics mentioned. But just trying to think of teams that are kind of knocking on the door. But – Obviously, maybe a superstar short from being able to get over the hurdle. But the NBA news over the next few days is probably going to be fast and furious as well. And that is cool about Malik Monk. I feel bad that he was like, hey, I'm going to take less money because I want to be a Laker. Two days later, ooh, about that. We don't want you to be a Laker. You're going to be <laughs> a king, a Sacramento king. That would be a good spot for him. Make some money. He'll get a lot more playing time. And it will be fun to see Fox and Monk back together, see if they can do anything out there in the West. They're going to have a lot of games where the two of them combine for like 70 points, you know, where it's just they kind of do all the scoring. Monk is, um, even in his time with the Lakers, there is that that streakiness to him where some games he just gets hot and, and really, really lights him up for a ton of points. But, um, it's not a, a, he's not the steady 25 point a night kind of guy though. When he gets hot, he's, he's untouchable, but, um, that doesn't always, uh, isn't always the case Two year deal worth 19 million. So I think he's going to be happy with that 19 million. I will, for the record, I'll take 19 million. If, if anybody just wants to give it out. Speaking of Justin, Scooter, Mike. we, um, <sighs> The Powerball got one, buddy. So, Did it? yeah, 
Yeah. What? Yeah, it was guess, down to twenty million when I saw a sign yesterday. Guess where so, the millions family? Where yeah. you go, dudes? Yep. Could have been one us. You missed. It could have been us. Could have been you know, us. You know, to be fair though, he didn't have any reminders, Roush. No way he could have known us this week. See, <laughs> that's the, every that's... single person was saying it on the group. No, that's the thing, guys. I've never needed a reminder. I'm so good about every week getting my lottery tickets. But you, TJ, I just got po- I I got confused on when you posted your pictures. I thought it was this past Tuesday, instead yeah. it was a week ago Tuesday. Yeah, but Justin, do you not? I mean, I, I say this lovingly. Do you not read? What do you mean? Yeah, I read. I mean, but do you? When I what the last text before I sent the picture of the lottery picks is I got one for last night and one for tonight. They're in my car. And yeah, but what the, I'm but what I'm saying is my, tickets, and if you zoom in on it, you clearly see it's Friday and Saturday. That's that's what I should have done. Yeah, but I, so when I go to my text chain, it's it just says that you sent it on Tuesday. So I just I got I just got confused. Hand up. I'll hey, make up you make millions and you make it all right. <laughs> that's the plan. Then we're all back on. It could have could have been us, darn it. But all right, that's fine. We'll just have to win mega billions, I suppose. Yep. Put all twenty plus text, TJ. Mega um, tonight. Oh, what, Jacob? Roush, I listened to the Ying Yang Twins. Have you never heard of the Ying Yang Twins? No, I, I hadn't. Yeah, so over a song with the Ying Yang Twins. And uh, who else were we talking about yesterday? Oh, Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. Who? Yeah, I think "Bad" was the song. It's yeah. good. it's a good one. That I can't believe a, you don't know Ying Yang Twins and Mike Jones. You're in for like a treat for uh, for you, you can play that around all your friends, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is this is some new tunes," and you'll be like, "Nope, these are the oldies." <laughs> I'm I'm surprised though. Like Salt Shaker isn't a you know a house party jam in college. That's no. the Ying Yang Twins joint. Everything now is just like edited versions of songs that. Yeah, there's so many mashups now. I bet Intern yeah. Jake has heard a lot of songs, but like doesn't know the actual song. He's probably oh. parts and bits and pieces of songs, but doesn't actually. Yeah, that's that's kind of that would be it's it. It's like a DJ set almost. Where it's all just the thing about Girl Talk was like you, you knew you did know all the songs that they were mashing together. I think it could be a little bit different if you didn't know the songs that we're getting. Right, there. right. I hear you. I yeah, hear you. I'm with you. Have a 4th of July weekend of the Ying Yang Twins and Mike Jones, and you report Ooh. back on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, Justin played a Young Jock song the other day, and I, I was doing the little dance, the It's Going Down dance, where you kind of do the shoulder shrug and the, you know, crank the wheel. I, that, that got me fired up. Good, That was a good song choice, Justin. Yeah, the intro to that is is just gets your head bumping. You know you're in for... For a good song. <laughs> you know you're in for a good time. Uh, the texts are coming in. We're excited about that. Keep them on the Thornton's text line. You pop in a Thornton's yourself on the way into the office today. Hopefully, you don't have to work a full day. If your office cares about you, they're not going to make you sweat it out till 5. It's a holiday weekend. Hit the ground running a little bit early, and you can make the day even go by faster when you bring in some Thornton's delicious treats for, for the folks at your office. I did yes or last week on a Friday going in. To our remote last week was a good time. Donuts were eaten, uh, breakfast sandwiches at Thornton's as well, fresh fruit. It's all good stuff at Thornton's. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cuffer. And don't forget to download their app, Refresh Rewards, and maybe win, I don't know, $10,000 in summer cash bash each and every week or maybe a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end 
of the, I think September 4th is when they'll give that one away. Uh, Roush, we did have some UK basketball players talk yesterday. Nothing too earth shattering, but we could get into that if you wanted to. Uh, where, where do you want to go? Um, I admittedly did not read any quotes from the players yesterday other than Jacob Toppin saying, yeah, I really wasn't going pro. I just kind of wanted to do the whole song and dance. So, uh, but I think we kind of knew that, right? Yeah, we didn't think that he was going to go pro. I guess it kind of made you nervous just because what if an NBA team was like, hey, if you were at the 40th pick, we're going to take you because you are a freak athlete. And that was my only slight concern. But he wasn't popping up on any draft boards. He hasn't really done enough in college to give NBA teams a lot to to think about, to be honest with you. It's really nothing but athlete at this point. But that's what the season's for. And this is what we're excited about, to see what he can do in more extended minutes. He's excited about that as well. But, yeah, that was probably one of the bigger takeaways. Is he, he just wanted to kind of go through the process to see the process. And he'll probably go through it, I would imagine after the season for, for realsies this time. Right, right, right. Good to have him back. He'll be an important player for Kentucky, and you could make a case, maybe one of the more important players for the Cats. But he's happy. He's taken on this new role. He's taken his game up. We've always talked about how great kid, everybody loves him, but kind of like the jokester on the team seems to be taking a more serious approach. Yeah, I uh... – I'm I'm ex and, and that that's why during this summer interview circuit TJ I'm uh, I'm I, I typically put more into it and care a lot more but we get to see these guys in a month so there's the, there's a little bit of part of me where I'm just like okay well I, I like I love seeing the uh, case of Wallace he he wouldn't tell who he's dunked on already in practice um, out of out of professional courtesy. I thought that was funny. I just want to see now. I'm just like, all right, well, I, I want to see you dunk on somebody in a month. Like that, that that's immediately where my mind goes. So uh, I haven't put a ton of, of juice into the nut. Otherwise, normally, uh, pretty uh, entertaining offseason interviews, but uh, I'm getting more fired up for this Bahamas trip. I did see where the, the women's team, they're going to take a trip to the Bahamas. Uh, this one's actually during Feast Week for uh, a tournament at Baja Mar. Uh, so I'm wondering when when's when's Mark Stoops going to get to play down there? We've got we've got two teams already going to the Bahamas. Let's let's play Florida at a neutral site in in, in Nassau. He can just take a direct flight to the Bahamas out of New Orleans after winning the Sugar Bowl this mm. year. How, how does that sound, Ralph? It works for me. Because I don't know if I want to go to the Bahamas Bowl now. If we I don't and you know I don't know how the SEC is going to steal one of these tie tie-ins. But you're right. We got to get Stoops to the Bahamas. Man. A lot of sunscreen for the for the for the head coach. <laughs> Roush, I don't know if this is true or not, but next line five zero two four one four fourteen fifteen. But yeah, um, I've been seeing like <laughs> when they script when they scrimmage in practice, the first five is severe CJ, Chris, Toppin, and Oscar. No Kaysen. Yeah, I mean that's not going to be that's not going to be the starting five. Well, and I mean, my I guess, Jacob, so, is just so you. Yeah, but you you like Case and run point guard with the other team. It's just so he gets more point guard reps. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's cool to hear though that I mean I hope that Frederick's able to 
to go in the Bahamas. I think a lot of people are going to be looking at that. And I, and while it is kind of meaningless exhibition, if he can't go, I can only speak personally, but I'll, I'll be concerned. Like if he, you know, if it's been that long and he can't even get out there and play a few minutes in the Bahamas exhibition trip, nearly like a, almost a year after his initial injury. And then he tweaked it or did whatever, not quite a year up to this point yet, but That'd be a little concerning for me. So I, I do think there are a lot of eyeballs on C.J. Frederick. Not anything – we're all expecting him to shoot threes and make threes. I'm sure he'll do plenty of that when he's on the court. I'm not really worried about how he's going to play. For me, Roush, it's simply stay, be healthy enough to play. Yes. You're going you're gonna to need him. Now, people could also say, T.J., for that exact reason, what you just said is why he shouldn't play in the Bahamas. It doesn't really – exhibition games don't matter. You need him to stay healthy for the actual season. So don't – don't rush him back too soon, too quick. These games don't really matter. That's right. These games don't matter. That That is a, a correct sentiment. But I, it is, it's going to make me feel better seeing him get out on the floor, play, look healthy, look comfortable, look happy. And then guess what? After the Bahamas trip, you'll have three months to be able to kind of rest up if need be before you hit the ground running again with actual gameplay. So I hope we do get to see him, intern Jacob. And if he wants to run with the ones, I'm all right with that too, but you're 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 not keeping Kaysen off the floor very long, in my opinion. I wouldn't imagine either, but yeah, I'm excited for CJ. <clears throat> he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna yeah, get out and I'm excited. And knock down some shots. I hope so. When you're a 47 percent three point shooter, you're gonna have some expectations. People are gonna be keeping eyeballs on you. Well, there's a new expectation for. UK Athletics, Mitch Barnhart, they finish with their highest ever ranking in the Directors Cup. Exciting stuff. Uh, they what they what what was it? Eighth, seventh, ninth? Ninth, number nine, highest standings ever. Uh, and they, they thought they were going to get knocked out uh, thanks to to baseball, uh, but the the women's track team did enough at their nationals to to keep them in that top ten in the directors' cup standings. Uh, good stuff. It's it, you know you you look back at the history of the directors' cup and in the nineties it was a lot of anywhere between like thirtieth place to seventieth even even during the two thousands a lot of it was thirtieth. I think you got into the twentieth for the first time, but anywhere from I think 29th to 50th, and then once it's turned into the 20-teens, uh, Kentucky's really taken a huge step forward where the highest they've been since 2010 was 2010, and that was 36th place, but they've they've had an 11th place finish, a 10th place finish, and another 12th place finish, and now the highest, a 9th place finish. It is It's good news. It's exciting stuff. It doesn't change any of my opinions, thoughts, sentiments on Mitch Barnhart and some of his decision-making as of late, but we've always been quick and not shy to praise the overall athletic program, Roush. It's, a, it's in a good spot. It's a, healthy, it's a healthy athletic program. I wish so badly that baseball and women's basketball would take that next step, but it's a well-rounded athletic program, really, from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh... But like you said, and, and that's just the nature of the biz, the nature of this world. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be critical of most critical of the the areas that uh, let us down. 
Um, it is exciting that that just we have international track stars in Lexington, Kentucky. I mean that Sydney McLaughlin is on Gatorade bottles. You know, I mean that that that's cool. That and that's not something that uh, you can often say about the University of Kentucky. Uh, the softball team consistently good. The volleyball team, uh, you know, two years removed from a national title. So there's there's a lot to like about UK athletics. So let's get this baseball team. Let's just it'd be nice to care about a you know spring sports. I, I you know you can only the, 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 those track meets are only they only run for about ten seconds sometimes. So uh, let's watch. Let's get the baseball team cranked up. Oh, uh, it's uh maybe let us drink a beer while we're watching our team. Ninth ranking too. This year, basketball came in 33rd in their respective field, which is terribly high for basketball, you know, low or high, depending on which way you're looking at it. It's not a good ranking for basketball. Like, almost universally should finish within the top 20, if not higher than that, really, all things considered. They were 33rd, though, because I think they just put them as the top team not to make the round of 32, Roush, which is sad. Um Real, real, real sad stuff there. But yeah, that's even with the ninth ranking, and you got nothing out of baseball. Basketball lets you down a little bit, all things considered. Um, oh well, good, good stuff. Big baseball better though, for the exact reasons Roush said. We want something fun to look forward to heading into the spring. All right, let's end hour one here. Hour number two is coming up next, and in hour number two, we're doing some big time giveaways. So be paying attention, be listening. You write down some notes because it may come back to help you out. But just be on the lookout in hour number two. And then also, I hate having to do this, but we do need to do it. Our thoughts, our hearts, our prayers are with everybody in Floyd County. Goodness gracious, what a million years thought uh, something like that. It's heartbreaking and tragic and terrible when it happens anywhere, but let alone in Floyd County with some really, really, really sweet, nice folks down there. So we're thinking of you all, uh, just terrible, terrible stuff. Everybody, don't go anywhere. Hour number two is coming up next on Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob will be back after this. Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swinging a hammer Price you gotta pay when you pick the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than gold What in the world does your company take me for? Black Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call July 1st Get you ready for your go. holiday weekend KRC, Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio TJ Walker Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and we got intern Jacob with us this morning, always helping out and uh, doing doing good stuff for the station. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. And as we mentioned in hour number two, we're going to do some giveaways. It's 4th of July weekend. We're giving away a four-pack of tickets to Bourbon and Beyond, a four-pack to Louder Than Life, 
So, Justin, what do the folks have to do to win the tickets? First one to call in and give me the artist and the name of the song that we played coming back into this segment will win the four-pack to Louder Than Life. Louder Than Big Life four-pack. You call in. What song did you just hear? Who sang it? What's the name of the song? They have to get both of them right, Justin. You call in to the Big X Sports Radio studio. Justin, you don't have to put them on air. You could just, you know, if they're right, you can – maybe if they're right, we can put them on air. I don't know. We are. I like to put give him give him some pressure though. That's kind of fun. Yeah, but I think people are that's pretty easy. The only yeah. way it's not easy is people may have not been paying attention. Can you right. name that song? They may not. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not going to name it because you know I'm not going to give it away. But uh, 2008, I was playing. I was playing that band frequently. Yeah, it was pretty uh, great. Uh, yeah, there was one song too that I suggested uh, for Bourbon and Beyond, TJ. Justin had never heard of, and I, I was like, dude, this is, it, it was Houndmouth. He he never heard Sedona, and I was like, dude, this is like the most popular non-Jack Harlow song to come out of Louisville in 20 years. Like, buddy. Sorry. So, hey, it's all right. It means you get some new fun music to listen to. Not a Houndmouth guy. Right, have you tried them? They're great. No, they really are. I think, you'd like, I, th- I think you'd like them, Scoots. You're having a few splatties on the on the patio at night. You're watching the sun go down. Maybe you're finishing up a round of golf. You put on some hound mouth. You'll start doing some head, head nodding. All right. I'll check it out. It's good music. But that's not the band or the song we played coming back. So no. if you want four tickets, I couldn't believe we're giving away four tickets. It's a whole well no, it's it's a weekend pass. I, I don't I don't know how many are in there, but it's a whole entire weekend pass to Louder Than Life and a weekend pass to Bourbon and Beyond. So all four days you get in the door. Just call in 502-384-1450. Uh, do not call the text line. If you call the text line, you are instantly eliminated from the contest, just so you know. 502-384-1450 is the call number. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. If you call the Thornton's text line, you're out. We'll find your number, and we'll make sure that you're not allowed to win. Uh, it's it, it's really not a huge deal for us, but it's a slight inconvenience, so we have to lay down the law, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's exciting. I had somebody text me and just said, and like said the band, and they said they didn't know the call-in number. Uh, okay, the, the 744 number is out. They're out. If Justin, if, they, if they're the people that call in, be like, hey, is your number 744? Then they're gone. We have got a winner, and it was not 744. Uh, it was Adam. Adam did not want to be on air, though, so he's just he just took his tickets and ran. Okay, well, uh, maybe, Adam, that's not the way it works. Adam, call back. That's not the way this works. We make, we make the rules. You don't make the rules. So if you want the ticket, Adam, you're going to need to call back, buddy. we got to ask you a few questions. <laughs> oh, All right, well, that's easy, though, Justin. Maybe I'm make gonna... it the next one a little tougher. Uh, next one might be even easier, actually. Okay, what if instead of making it easier, you made it a little tougher? Okay, send send me a Bourbon and Beyond artist in a tough song, then. How about that? While well, I'm doing award-winning radio. That's going to be tough. Uh, can it be coming back from the break? Because I'll do it during the commercial break. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's when I'm going to play it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know if you were going to do it going well, now away. The, and then... Now the listeners have insight, so now they know just they have to listen to the rejoin. 
Oh, and I am I am as corrupt as it gets, baby. So if a friend wants to text me and you know you sweeten the pot with something, then I will let you know where we're going. We'll give you the inside baseball trick on getting into it. So um, I can be bought. I can certainly be bought. Do you want to go to the Thornton sex line, Roush, or do you have any quick hitters you want to get to? Intern Jacob just came out of nowhere with the NBA quick hitter, so maybe he's got another quick hitter. that we, we Intern Jacob, have we missed anything we should talk about today? Oh, no, Intern Jacob. He's not here. Where'd he go? He left us. Oh, no. Reminds me of the zombie song. She's not there. She's not there. Is that, oh, well, I guess we can't play that song when we come back. I don't think the zombies are still <laughs> performing, to be honest with you. Um, I think they, I think they are. No actually. way. That's, yeah. No, that's a joke. No, I, I think they, they, I think, now, I think it's only like a Halloween bit because they're just called the zombies, but yeah, I think that's a, an actual thing. Okay, but it's not, oh my gosh. I <laughs> do the zombies and the pictures look pretty recent. I mean, they're, they're very old. But, oh, okay, uh, I stand corrected. Hey, so, guys, I have Adam back on the phone. You bullied him into calling back in, so here you have it. Adam, how are you? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, good, good morning, everybody. Just over here, uh, taking it in uh, the oh, yeah, yeah, hang on. at Highland. Just there, Adam. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Adam, how are you? Welcome morning, to Big X Sports Radio, Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, hey, hey, first time, long time. Not really, but uh, not, for, not first time, but long time. What are you going to do with the winning tickets? Can you just kind of explain in, in, what, how, how are you going to use them? What, how much fun you're going to have with them? Uh, I plan to, we, we were already kind of planning to go out there. Uh, the guys from Always Sunny were going to be there, uh, Louder Than Life, at least, or whichever one it was, forever and beyond. And, um, and then uh, wanted to see some Jack White. Wanted to see a little bit of uh, Doobie Brothers. Wanted to see a little bit of a little bit of everything. But just planning on just drinking a bunch of beers in the sun. Maybe yeah, just give away your own vac- oh. vacation. I was very worried that things might go wrong, so I only gave away tickets when I was in studio. I was yeah. very worried. That's all right. It was actually kind of funny. All right, <laughs> Adam, you didn't really. Thank you for calling in. You're going to see the Always Sunny. Uh, name the name the show that gave it to you, baby. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Name the radio station that gave you the tickets. Big X Sports Ready, where's that, baby? There it is. There it is. All right, thanks, Adam. Enjoy the tickets. Oh, my goodness gracious. Roush, I just wanted one of those fun, like, radio. And, Justin, you can mute the station account. I just wanted one of those fun... I got my tickets from Big X Sports Radio. Woo! <laughs> oh man, the 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 or it would have been even better if he was like, I got tickets from Big X. It was kind of an in between those two things. <laughs> he, he had the excitement, he had the like enthusiasm, he had the script of somebody that was enthused, but he had the delivery of intern Jacob. It's like sleepy teenager. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. so funny even a sleepy laugh from the kid good stuff all around <laughs> maybe that's how we do give away the, the second set we don't do the band game we just you got to call in and give your best i got my tickets from kentucky roll call on big exports radio and then oh. the coolest one we can get we can record and we can actually use it on the station free labor well, and also we could get like five of them so it sounds like we're giving away tickets all the time 
Oh, that's a good that's a good point too. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. Well, Justin, can we change the rules on that? Sure. It's your old show. I'm just here to run it. All right. So when somebody calls in, and what are we we've got the Bourbon and Beyond tickets, right? That's Correct. true. Yeah. Those are the better set of four tickets for what it's worth. So you call in, Justin will put you on the air. Mm-hmm. All we're all we want from you is just your best, like your cliche radio, you won tickets, shout out plug. And we'll we'll write it down. We'll do a little grading system. And at the end of the show, we'll announce who the best is. I'm only expecting probably like two or three people tops to participate in this. Uh, so you- I would disagree. Yeah, there's. I don't think this is going to work, TJ. We're we're going to be doing this for like uh, the rest of the show. TJ, that's my only worry. If we get I just had really like seven one, callers for louder than life tickets. So yeah, yeah. If we get a really good one, we can just end the contest. <laughs> that's not to say you call in and we don't pick you right away that you may not be the winner. All right, well then, uh, but uh, uh, let's do it. We'll have a good time. <laughs> I think Justin really doesn't want to. That's I just I just know how many people are going to call. I'm fine with it. Has anybody called in yet? Well, no. Are are we doing it now? or Are we waiting? I sounds like we're doing it now. We just do it. We just do it now. And again, we like we we Justin will do one, and then we can read some text, and you can keep somebody on hold, or you can make some general small talk with them, and then we'll do another one, and then we can read text and first call coming in. Hold, hold tight. I'm excited. I bet some person out there is really pumped to see the hog slop string band in Bourbon and Beyond. Yeah, um, and just remember, I, you got to do something that's going to set yourself out a little bit. When, But we also need it for the station, so you need to do a good job, too. So a lot mm-hmm. of pressure on you, and it, you'll be rewarded handsomely with a four-pack to Bourbon and Beyond. And you may even see TJ out there. How about yeah. that? Kings of Leon, Jack White, Pearl Jam, Chris Stapleton, Doobie Brothers. Huge, huge lineup coming to Louisville in September uh, at the Kentucky Fairgrounds. So uh, even if you don't win today, visit bourbonandbeyond.com or louderthanlife.com. Get your tickets. It's going to be an awesome, awesome week. Two weekends in September. All right, guys. Josh is ready to give it a go. Let's hear it, Josh. Hey, let's go. I just want to give a shout-out to the best sports radio show in Louisville, the Big X, baby, coming at you every morning. Seven to nine, Monday to Friday. Let's go, Big X. Love it. I mean, that's amazing. Exactly what we're looking for. All right, you can cut him loose, Justin. Thank you so much, Josh. I'm writing down my own little personal grading system. And I'll Mm -hmm. just say this. Josh is ranked high. He's graded high. That was was exactly what we're looking for. Uh, Way to go, Josh. Leader in the clubhouse for the bourbon and beyond tickets. (laughs) Let's read a few texts on the Thornton's text line, but that's what we'll do, Justin. Uh, we're actually making you do a little radio producing today, and so far, so good, buddy. That's fine. It's Friday. Only yeah. only one mistake thus far. You having fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this week's been a blast. That's all that matters. All right, good stuff. We'll make quick hitters like that. It'll be a little John Renshaw rapid fire. A texture on the Thornton's text line. I guess this will be our first. Since Justin likes taking recommendations, next time I, may I recommend – Target instead of Walmart. Target. I'm more more partial to Walmart. I can understand why you are more partial to Walmart. (laughs) I could totally, it probably brings back some good old memories, I would guess. You know what, though? And cheeks. I was I was trying to find a dress shirt, and I could not find a white dress shirt at Target. I had to go to Walmart. So, suck at Target. You didn't want to go to, like, Macy's or something? 
It was 9 a.m. I was just trying to get yeah. one before a wedding. I was out of town. Just trying to, you know, little as pain as possible. A texture, a paper text, thin as possible, too. A texture says, Powerade Zero is far superior than Gatorade Zero. Also, the red doesn't taste the red also the red doesn't taste like medicine baby jacob has a baby set of taste buds he wouldn't know good taste if it hit him whoa <laughs> you uncultured swines on this text line no idea what you're talking about you could have said that with a little more enthusiasm jacob he's like he's getting, <laughs> into it. He's, getting, swine. He's, he's getting sleepier as the show goes on He's finding his radio personality. All right, intern Jacob, Josh did a good job, but we need another example of what we're looking for and like an enthusiastic. I, a big exports radios, Kentucky roll call. Can you give us your best? You want me to do one? Yeah, I need you to do a good one. Yeah, cut All us right. a good take, Jacob. All right. All right. Um, Three, two, one. I just won my tickets from the hottest the coolest radio show in louisville best kentucky sports radio there is big x sports radio listen monday through friday seven to nine replay nine to eleven best intern in town you know all right again you write a good script it's just the delivery i think is where we're at a, a crossroads here yeah this is part of our coaching we're coaching you up this summer I mean, I thought that was—I thought that was pretty enthusiastic. I kind of put my put my uh, big vocal cords into that one. Here's here's the only issue I had, Jacob, and Josh kind of made the same mistake. I didn't want to mm-hmm. call him out, but neither of you said Kentucky roll call. Yep, didn't say well, that. You gotta show. say Kentucky roll call. That's true. That's true. But yeah, Josh, that's a good point. But I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Josh. And I, I like the gusto. He came in hot. A texter says, guys, you mean to tell me that a non-binding handshake agreement between competing entities in a high-stakes industry would be torn asunder by backstabbing and treachery? What is this world coming to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shout out to the alliance between the Pac-12 and Big Ten. Was was. Was there was the Big Twelve in that too, or was it just those two? It was the Pac twelve, the Big Ten, and the ACC. Yeah, uh, who could have seen that coming? The who Big could have seen was that not coming? Invited. The Big Twelve was not invited to the alliance. The, what if the, what, what what if the Pac twelve and the ACC are like, hey, Big Twelve, would 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 you want to be an alliance with us? The Big Ten's out. We don't like them anymore. Would you us three? Huh? Huh? Does that sound fun? Let's think about that for a second. Let's assume Oregon and Washington leave for the Big Ten. I've heard that mentioned. It makes sense. Let's say Clemson and Florida State leave for the SEC. Can you combine a smorgasbord of the remaining Pac-12, Big 12, ACC in something into something respectable, Roush? Let's let's assume Notre Dame is either in the Big Ten or SEC. They're not in they're not in yeah. The- um so you'd yeah. have Miami, you'd have Louisville, you'd have Baylor. Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia West Virginia, Tech. Um, Oklahoma have- State. I will say uh, Oklahoma State seems like uh, seems like the SEC would want Bedlam. Um, you've already got that one rivalry with the Red River Shootout. It, it, it feels like a decent package deal. Um, and so 
feel like the SEC might want to grab them. Uh, maybe North Carolina, they might want to grab as well. North, North Carolina, that that that's going to be, I think, a, a valuable asset in the this realignment shift because uh, they're in like they have that Charlotte market. That's where the SEC network is, um, and it's one of the biggest cities in the South outside of Atlanta. So um, I know the the financial institutions are all down there. Those those feel like they would be kind of coveted. Um, those two, but. Um, yeah, I, I think you could come up with a, you could cobble together something respectable. That it, what what I would be curious is, I feel like if you're the the extras, you would want to be really good at something, but I don't know what you could, what your specialty could be, unless you somehow are just whatever the leftovers do, try to cling on to basketball with Kansas, North Carolina, and Duke, because I feel like if if you have if you don't have the Duke North Carolina game. Um, in the SEC or Big Ten, then, then you're at least able to to get something out of out of your conference. Yeah, it, it, I think that would be enough. I think you would have enough big games, big teams, fan bases that care, big enough market. The only issue is they'd have to like stay together. It couldn't be, yeah, we'll do this and this will be all fine and dandy. But if the SEC, you know, if a, if a program kind of separates themselves. You can't just go jump to the SEC or Big Ten if they come a calling, because you mentioned the teams, and there's a few more that we probably left out. Where it's no, it's not your bluest of the blue bloods, but it's programs that have history, that have tradition, that have fan bases, and most likely, Roush Louisville is going to be in that in that group. Have you heard of the gentlemen's agreement in the SEC? I've not. Um, I, I heard about it uh, with Joey Gatewood in Auburn a long time ago. <laughs> you mean old Finstel? Yeah, Mr. Finstall, but haven't heard about one since. They so the the way it's told is that Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida have promised to always vote with each other when it ter- comes to expansion of the SEC within their state. So mm. you may say, "Hey, but I bet Texas A and M." thought the same thing they weren't in the they weren't in the agreement they weren't in this gentleman's alliance but georgia doesn't want georgia tech south carolina doesn't want clemson florida doesn't want florida state or miami and theoretically if you believe this gentleman's agreement the cats don't want the cards sniffing around their conference roush what do you make if it's true what do you make of that um good they don't belong they aren't good enough to be in the same class as the Southeastern Conference. Um, Louisville, have they won an ACC championship regular season or conference tournament in basketball? No. I don't even think they've been to a conference title game since they've joined the ACC. They're 500 in football. They've been to the semifinals in the conference. Exactly, yeah. They they are not up to snuff. There's a not. Um, So, yeah, I'm all for it. The only – actual potential roadblock I see in all of this is just Clemson, South Carolina, which that, that, that's feel, that feels like that's where that uh, handshake gentleman's agreement could, um, could crumble because there might be overwhelming support and momentum for Clemson to end up joining the SEC. And also, I think that when you add Oklahoma and Texas, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida could get out, outruled. Yeah, um, like they don't have enough numbers. It used to be when it was 12 – those four, it didn't, you know, they they would, I think you had to have more. 
if you had four voting no, it wasn't going to go through. And I think it was maybe even the case when it was at 14. But, yeah, the, the more teams you get, the, the less weight you pull. I agree with you that it, it seems like Florida State and Clemson are the clear, obvious options. Will that put the gentleman's agreement to the test? Potentially so. But can't help but just wonder, Roush, where Louisville is in the pecking order of all this. Not at the top. No, no. I mean, when we saw it in the last realignment shift as well, like they're just not. Even though they're they're, it, it might make sense regionally, but they aren't. We aren't thinking about things regionally anymore, TJ. We're thinking about things in terms of dollars and cents, and that's mm-hmm. why that's that, that that's why Louisville is not uh, imperative in in this land grab, if you will. Sure. All right, let's get back to the Thornton text line five zero two. Four one four fourteen fifty. What do you got, Roush? Let's see if we got anybody on the phone lines to, to give us a shout out. Justin, is there anyone there to uh... big negative? They're proving me wrong. Wow, everyone's out to get me today. It it takes a uh, you know it takes a little takes a, a spine to call in and have to put yourself out there like Josh did. And I hope uh, courage. Hope, yeah, there you go. It takes a little courage, but that's bourbon and beyond, baby. You got to work for it. You got to work for it. Let's take our let's actually let's do one text and then we'll go to a break. Let's see here. Godspeed to all those college athletes who leave checks notes Southern California to travel further checks notes the Upper Midwest in the dead of winter. Oh man, when wild. they have to go to Minnesota, that's going to be comedy. <laughs> It'll be all right. It will. It will be weird just on like a basketball Tuesday. The USC Trojans taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Welcome to Piscataway. <laughs> For some Big Ten basketball action, baby. That is going to take some getting used to. But a lot of folks still aren't even used to the realignment from the last go-around. So, uh, yeah. I'm still not used to Maryland being in the Big Ten. Nobody so. is. It's right. stupid. Big Ten should be like, we're expanding. We're making a Super League. Maryland doesn't fit our plans, though. Sorry. See you later. <laughs> you guys have been demoted. And then the SEC is just like, yeah, we. I don't think we have room for you either. I quite uh, like Maryland in the Big Ten. You do? Yeah. They're, I mean, it's a walkover in every sport pretty much. Wow. Shots mm. fired at the old Terrapins. Terrapins. Texter says, I think Rex needs a chill pill. Uh, Rex Chapman's just such a loser. Just, <sighs> just bad. Bad. Like bad thing to say, not a not not good. I not just good don't. One. I just don't get the the choice. But you know what? People are. I I, I even tweeted out yesterday. I don't know how people do politics year round. It's exhausting, and I just can't imagine feeling like I'm like fighting a war on social media over it. You know, like it just doesn't. Probably financially a good decision for Rex. I, he he. Well, the CN the CNN Plus thing didn't last long, but he has certainly turned into. All of a sudden, like a, a a big politics guy, but yeah, definitely doesn't need to be saying the stuff he said yesterday. That's an awful thing to say. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call yeah. on Big Exports Radio. Call on in 502-384-1450. Tell us, give us an enthusiastic shout out to the Big Exports Radio, and you can win tickets to Bourbon and Beyond four this fall. Four tickets, Bourbon and Beyond. It's going to be the music event in the state. You're not going to want to miss it. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. One final segment before the long weekend, July 4th holiday. Justin Kalen, what does July 4th mean to you? Uh, it means freedom, and most of the time that includes hanging out in some water, drinking beer, eating good food. Um, just a, a day to just remember our veterans and, and why we get to have this day. Intern Jacob, what does 4th of July mean to you? America. That's good. It's a good start. And Roush, what's your favorite 4th of July food? America. My favorite 4th of July what? Food. Uh, hot dogs. Just good old-fashioned glizzy. That is, that is number one. But I have a core memory of, like, it was 4th of July. We were at my buddy's pool. We were in co- we would we were in college when this happened, but we'd go to this pool on Fourth of July all the time or other holidays and whatnot. And so like we were drinking, but we weren't like really tying one on. It was kind of early afternoon. Um, and then all of a sudden it kind of turned into late afternoon, but we still had our wits about us. But we were getting ready to leave. I think people were gonna go back to their own respective houses, shower, get ready for whatever was going on. And one of the parents, and I've even forgotten which parent it was, like parents weren't there, but they were kind of coming by because there's a pool and whatnot. One of the parents brought by probably 100 Hooters wings, and we were all like, man, we're so hungry. That sounds so good. And he was just like, no, this is for you all. We got this for you all. Go have at it. And it was just one of the best 4th of July's ever. We ate wings for like two and a half hours. If you ever want any dad points or uncle points, bring just a random mess of wings to a pool party. I don't mm. know. about pool. You don't think about wings with pools, Roush? I'm a hot dog, a hot dog guy first, but that was an a awesome 4th of July. And so you can be a cool dad too by just bringing a mess of wings or even a mess of salseritas I think would go a long way for a 4th of July pool party. But my first thought is hot dogs as well when it comes to 4th of July food. I would add watermelon to that equation too. Just taking a big old bite of juicy watermelon and having it drip all down your face. Just, you know, real sloppy eating kind of stuff because like we said, we're around the water. There's not really a a whole lot of rules. So uh, watermelon, that's how I stay hydrated. Watermelon and light beer on 4th of July. Nothing better. There's nothing better. That and freedom, of course. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. If you want to take Josh's Bourbon and Beyond tickets, you can call in 502-384-1450. Give your best Kentucky roll call plug. We may end up playing it on the station. 502-384-1450 is the unsponsored phone line. 502-414-1450 is the very sponsored Thornton's text line. And a texter here says, I've been beating this drum for years. What stops the conference from doing their own thing in football? Mega conference can schedule and police themselves. The NCAA is in that. Yeah, exactly. Gene Smith from Ohio State, TJ. He's their athletic director. He's doing a press conference this morning. He just said that the Alliance is still alive. And I just got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it kind of technically is. We it have a be. commitment date for Christian Conyer. We've had a commitment date for Christian Conyer, Mister. Uh, he's he's one of a bunch of kids uh, announcing this weekend, but he's the he's the big one. We'll be keeping an eye on uh, July second. 
Kentucky or Tennessee. I, I'm still of the like. I kind of think it's a coin toss. I, I'm 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 going to pre-write a post for him coming to Kentucky. Uh, so I'm going to at least have the work done uh, ahead of time to see see if it does happen. So um, uh, excuse me, it was jaw third. It's Sunday. I'm, I'm getting my days mixed up. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming right up the pike. That's the that's the big one happening this weekend. There was a cornerback. Jacob, that uh, committed yesterday to Miami that UK hosted for official visit. That one was always going to be a long shot, getting that kid out of Florida. He's from South Florida. That was going to be kind of tough. So uh, wasn't too taken aback. Uh, I, you know, you get some people, Kentucky's just losing in recruiting. It's like, well, he's probably going to Miami the whole way. So uh, I think I that's – so. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that uh, as far as like actual Kentucky kids, I know uh, – there's some kid with Kentucky in the Final Four. He's probably going to commit to Tennessee today. Um, we mentioned the Carmelo English getting it moved back. Uh, his decision got delayed. Uh, but there, there, there'll be a few, a few other targets where UK's a finalist sprinkled in throughout the month. Uh, Kendrick Gilbert, I think, I think he set a decision date for late July. Um, so, but but Christian Conyers, that's going to be the big one Sunday afternoon around uh, four o'clock. So. Your guess? Kentucky. All right. Go Standing Cats. by. Go Cats. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, the SEC conference alignment is getting back to the super conference it was many years ago. Not in our lifetime, of course, but it's interesting to look back 100 years where 20-plus members were there with Duke and UNC. Very interesting how history repeats itself. I don't think Duke and UNC were ever in the SEC. I do think that there was like a big collegiate conference prior, but Tulane was an SEC member and Georgia Tech was an SEC member, but I don't think UNC and Duke ever were. Yeah. I'd love the history lesson if I'm wrong about that. But I that know was- Sewanee was. That, that was another random SEC team, and it might have been in the SEAC, which was the okay. progenitor yes, of the – Southeastern Conference. Yes, I think you're right. But the, it is interesting, Tex, are even, even all the same, just how all this has kind of moved and grooved, and it seemed like college sports were healthy 20 years ago, but we had no idea. And this is from John. Hey, John. Good TGIF morning, everyone. Hey, first off, I hope everyone has a great 4th of July, and thanks to all the veterans and active armed forces for keeping us safe. Okay, sorry for the shameless plug, and I am not – I try not to do it too often, but tonight on my YouTube channel, Local John 1812, I will be introducing a new character in public restaurant from my uncle's retirement birthday party. Let's just say it'll be Christmas in July. <laughs> oh, I'm quite nervous. So maybe you guys can give me some encouragement. We'll got to go talk to you later. Have a great weekend. I don't really know what you're talking about, John, but you'll do a great job. And we look forward to seeing it. Go get him, Tiger. I'm, I, I have no idea what this new character could be. Yeah, me neither. But it should be good stuff. Hey, this is from Kirby. Hey, Kirby. He's got two texts. Tell me you're from the South End without telling me you're from the South End. And he's quoting Roush. I need to know the per-person price on a scramble. No one pays for a scramble without getting paid back. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I mean, don't like to divide by four. Sue me. Kirby says, going to lead with the fact I want DJ Widener big time, but that I have two things. If you watch highlights on him or Dillingham, I think you choose Dillingham if you don't know any background or names. Two, Dillingham gives me a lot of monk with handle vibes. Have a great fourth weekend, boys. 
taking a half day and hitting Wildwood to go mid 80s to low 90s. Oh, love, Kirby. love that course. Oh, love awesome. that course. I haven't been to Wildwood since they changed it up. I haven't. Oh, it's it. it's outstanding. I've been, I've been to the course, and then supposedly Woodhaven just. Uh, but a guy yesterday was telling me that Woodhaven changed up. I think they're number 18, which I, I want to go check that out too. Somebody just let me go play all the golf without having to work. Is that so much to ask? Secondly, Kirby, I totally agree with you on the Dilly and DJ Wagner thing. I'm at, I do. I, I think for at least a college guard, I'm, I want speed and I want quickness. And I would take Dillingham over DJ. And of course, that you Louisville fans would cry and tell you sour grapes and all that sort of stuff. First off, let's wait for Wagner to pick U of L. UL basketball has next to no momentum right now. It still could go there, and that's fine. But the way Dillingham can create space with his handles and quickness, if he can just be, if he could, in a perfect world, if he could be like a Tyler, a Tyler Ulis level shooter, holy smokes, he will be totally and completely unguardable because people play off of him so far, anyways, because they're so scared of getting beat. And then he'll do that little, he'll do a jab step or he'll kind of do a fake attack, and then they'll move back even further. And then he's just got a wide-open jump shot, Roush. He'll have a 12 – he'll 15-footers out the wazoo if he wants them. He is a nightmare matchup. Wagner, more of a bully guard where he's going to physically run through you. He'll get to the line a ton. Great guard. Would love to have both of them. If Wagner goes to L, he'll be really, really good there. But if you like speed, Dillingham is your guy, and you would take him over Wagner. Speed kills. And uh, as we saw last year, John Calipari's teams, they do best when they've got somebody running the show that can knife through opponents and get to the rim. That was uh, it's not always the case. Yeah, not always the case, the case. We don't even know exactly what the roster is going to look like for next season, but like it could be 2017, 2010 levels of speed. like Just really all across the board for the most part, especially 17. That was... It's tough to beat that team in terms of athleticism and speed. A texture says, tweaked it. The kid ripped his hamstring off the bone in a layup line. That's a hell of a tweak, TJ. But let's not get too caught up on words, buddy. Okay? <laughs> a, t- a tweak to you. you I, I guess I'm just kind of tough that way. <laughs> when my hamstring gets ripped off the bone, it's just a slight tweak. Yes, I should not have used that word, and thank you for calling me out on it. A texter says it was, I mean, it was just so brutal that it was in a layup line, you know, something so severe you think would need a little bit more, but that's the human body for you. Does the fact that the SEC plays under the lights and the Big Ten doesn't affect recruiting in any way? I know kids like playing night games. UCLA, USC does, but most of the country won't be watching because of late starts. I think you're thinking way too much in this texter. Um, I remember watching Penn State and Auburn play a night game last year. Uh, the Big Ten, they get a lot of those ABC games. It's just that you think of Big Noon Saturday, first things first. Kentucky teams, all, or you know, SEC teams also play those noon slots. They play at all hours of the day. Um, I will say there are going to be some dynamics that we haven't thought about immediately. Like Lucky was tweeting out, you know, USC playing a Big Ten West school. Like just the stylistic differences there are hilarious uh, on face value. I don't know if USC is going to be hosting a bunch of big noon Saturday games. I don't think they're going to have roll out Urban Meyer uh, for a 6 a.m. pregame show local time uh, for the 9 a.m. kickoff. Uh, I, I doubt that will happen a ton, but it's it, it's either going to happen or they're going to have to change the way they operate. I would think that TV will ultimately end up moving. Like, like 
The other really funny thing about that Gene Smith press conference is he said that they're not doing this in response to the SEC. It's like, okay, Gene Smith. Um, because that was what Big Noon Saturday was. That was Fox's response to losing uh, to SEC on CBS and then the ABC game at night. They just wanted to have their own time slot for, for themselves. When CBS goes away, they, they might try to move Big Noon Saturday to just Big Noon 3.30 or whatever it might be. So uh, I, I could see TV end up shifting that stuff around. Because, um, yeah, I think recruiting, it matters most for official visit weekends. Ohio State complained about not having as many night games as they wanted to for recruiting. I don't think it's kids playing there. It's just having those night atmospheres when you're hosting a bunch of recruits on one weekend. That, that is something that I had not thought about yet, Roush. So I'm glad you brought up the whole time zone thing because I'm going to be really ticked off the first time Indiana's playing a football or basketball game out there and it starts at 7 p.m. local time, 10 p.m. our time. Yeah. That's just going to fire me up. It's most likely to happen in basketball, too, for those yeah, weeknight games. For that's sure. gonna Yeah, that's going to be real annoying. Because most of the Big Ten, too, for what it's worth, is in central time zone. Um, so you, you don't get that benefit. Don't get that benefit. A text. What were you on the text line here? Somebody he says okay, he just on. missed a great opportunity to mock that stupid Eric Wood commercial. And I guess we're talking about intern Jacob. Could have mocked into Eric Wood commercial. I don't know. I think it was the promo guy, Josh. Josh. Yeah. yeah. Which I got Josh down as a seven point nine on my scale. That can be topped if you call in five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. Just saying, yeah. that can, that's not ten. I, it, I've got a good. I, I did a letter grading system. I gave mm. him an A minus, so he can. I mean, it can be beaten, but it's pretty good. Uh, also, Roush, did you see that Rudy Giuliani is selling sandals, and you can use promo code Rudy for twenty dollars off? No, I did not see that. That's a free plug right there. Rudy Giuliani doesn't strike me as a guy who wears sandals. He was the inspirational mayor during 9-11, and now he's using promo code Rudy to sell sandals on Twitter. What? Why? Did he just like spend all of his money, or is he? He's got to just be obsessed with being in front of a camera or something, right? No, I think he's just gone kind of insane. I think his brain is broken. I don't even think it's like, yeah, I think he likes being in front of a camera, but I think he's, I think he's just, I think he's broken. <sighs> Not all there. I think that's pretty clear. He reminds me of a, for history nerds, he reminds me of an Israel Putnam. <laughs> Only like two people may get that. Uh, Texter, he was like a great revolutionary war general Roush. Um, but then he kind of started to like people, he'd go on these rants and, People were like inspired at the beginning, but then it just they realized it was just total nonsense. So they kind of kept moving them like further and further away from the army, and then eventually they're like, "All right, you're out. You, you know, you're out. You're obviously not all there." And then he just kind of retired back to his house and went crazy and died by getting struck by lightning. Uh, wow, that's a hell of a way to go. I was confusing. I thought that was a character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Isn't there <laughs> Israel or no, not on Curb Your Enthusiasm, but um. Arrested Development. I don't know. I don't know if there is. Although they use it's all wordplay on, on Arrested Development, so I could see. Yeah, yeah. I could see them having some fun. On either show, if you if you you can see that being a character on either one of those shows. Uh, Arrested Development's the greatest, just because the script is just like trolling with you the whole time. His cousin, maybe. 
<laughs> TC from Lexi, oh, and then the Blue Man Group and, and uh -huh. the whole stuff. Uh, the Lucille, of course, another great one. TC from Lexington here, boys. Did Adam say it's always sunny is going to be at Bourbon and Beyond? That's he true. Did, and he yeah. about that. They're going to be doing, uh, doing a live podcast at Bourbon and Beyond. That'll be fun. I've always... I, the 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 podcast I listen to they they do some live shows but they've never been nearby. I wonder just what that would be like, particularly at a in a music festival setting. You know, I I just I, I'm fascinated how that to to see that unfold. It would be it would be interesting. Uh, Texter says put that or okay never mind skipping one here. I need an explanation. What is the justification for the UNC hype? I just don't get it. They went on a run last year. So did UCLA the year prior, and we saw that turned out. They were mediocre at best all year. I think they'll be fine, but I don't see them in the top five. It's a fair, it's a fair statement, and I, I kind of agree. I think Kentucky will be a better basketball team than UNC next season. But I'd say the difference, Dexter, is like UNC actually, you saw Caleb Blub start to click. Yeah, and he just wasn't yeah. playing that well during the regular season. Bacot was always good, but you saw Manic start to feed off of him. Now, Manic will be gone, but what will Peter Nance do filling into that role? But UNC is going to be a really, really good team. But that's a fair point that it seems like almost every year, at least every other year in college basketball, you'll have a team that makes a deep run unexpectedly. People overhype them the next year, and water finds its level. UNC will be a good team, but I, I don't think they're a shoe-in for the Final Four or National Championship. Yeah, and the the difference is Big Cod is an automatic double double. Like you're just counting on that every single game, no matter what. Um, so, uh, it, whereas, like I, I do think the four is a little bit higher for Caleb Love, Johnny Jazay, more of a you know high end shooter kind of guy. Um, but it, it's it's not a not a bad take from the texture. I get it. You know they they did get hot, um, but you know what? I'm much. I like this team a lot more because they they ruined Coach K's final year. So shout out to that North Carolina team. Shout out to that UNC team and Hubert Davis. Yeah. Uh, and that's another point is like, is do we know if Hubert Davis can actually even coach? He that's true. The regular season and then had uh, went on a nice run, but didn't have to beat a ton of world beaters. Uh, the, the the Baylor win was nice, but that was the one seed everybody wanted was was mm -hmm. Baylor. But uh, and then the Duke win was great, of course. But and we thank them for that for their service. A texter says, "Put that sleepy teenager to work." <laughs> I like this next one, TJ. Yes. My man, you've known Roush long enough to know he ain't stepping foot in a Macy's. I oh, amen. Yeah, especially especially Macy's. Like, I'm I'm a Coles man. Come on. Coles wasn't open yet, too, by the way, when I was checking. Uh, I did want to mention something. It's the final weekend that Churchill Downs is open. Uh, tomorrow is the Stephen Foster Stakes, which is one of the it, – it's a win-and-you're-in Breeders' Cup race. So you win that one, you get to go to the Breeders' Cup Classic, you punch your ticket. Uh, Mandaloon, Kentucky Derby winner. People forget he, he is a Kentucky Derby winner, even though he technically finished the race second. He will be in the race back at Churchill Downs. Uh, running out of Brad Cox's stable. She dares the devil, too. She's she's coming off her only loss at Churchill. She's running on the undercard Saturday. But Saturday, Sunday and Monday, they've got stakes races as well. And the big news, uh, they're going to have a one-day meet at Churchill Downs in August uh, for the Arlington Million. The Arlington Million was one of the bigger races of the month. They put it up in Chicago. And that racetrack is now going to be the site of the new Chicago Bears Stadium. So they wanted to keep that that big race day alive. 
there so we're just going to have one huge race day on like i want to say august 13th so could be just a fun excuse it's not going to be as big a derby day or anything like that but it is going to be a fun big race day so you might want to circle your calendars for that one i've got it circled already awesome I'll double circle it. A texture says that Oldham County kid sucks. Hey, be nice, texture. And that's the mean texture. He always says mean things. Hey, say something nice, texture. Say something nice. TC from yeah, Lexington man. here again. Boys, hey, TC. I'm about as excited that it's always sunny boys are coming to Louisville as I am Amanda. Okay. Oh, okay. Can't read that. Is that? Yeah. No, that's just not nice. Is it it's not true, though, is it? I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Now oh. TJ's excited. No, I'm not, but I'm intrigued <laughs> to know if TC from Lexington is just goofing with us or not. Uh, Texter says, they are scared. Give me the ticks. <laughs> I think it's Josh. <laughs> they are scared, Josh. They didn't have the the, the, the spine that you had. A Texter says, 502-384-1450. Hit up Kentucky Roll Call because Kentucky Roll Call about to blow. 502-384-1450. Hit up Kentucky Roll Call on the low because Kentucky Roll Call about to blow. Ignore the first text. Had the wrong number, LOL. <laughs> 7. Hey, 9. Come on, Roush. Hey, TJ, I can't, um, I can't help but notice you skipped a text. Whatever y'all do, do not ask TJ who won the back nine yesterday. Oh. Well, I mean, I beat Jonathan by... 16 strokes i don't i don't get why we didn't even have a bet on the back nine either and i'm not 100 percent sure if he actually even did beat me on the best nine. he was just dropping balls left and right and just hitting them <laughs> for fun but what a i mean what a wild what a wild smack talk when you lose by 16 strokes oh man and the uh, turn, he was like i'm glad we didn't bet today <laughs> you played pretty well He's such a little weasel. Texter says 7.9. Come on, Roush. I got some uh, news from Shams. Uh, Zion's going to get a rookie max extension worth up to $231 million. Dude's played in 81 games, and they're going to pay him $231 million. As my friend Charlie said, that's a lot of gumbo and beignets. (laughs) All right, we're out of time. Any last words? Josh, you're the winner, buddy. You did it. One and done. I'm glad it was good. I'm glad I, I you know, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't like, oh my gosh, we got to do better than that. Josh did a good job. He deserves it. So happy I for him. Can't believe he's the only one that called in. That's why I told you. I said two or three. It ended up just being one. People What's crazier is, is that we had out there. There was a ton of people that called in for the song though. Yeah. So who who would have thought? I guess music trivia just tickles people's fancy more. Oh, all right. Any any last anything else? I'm 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 kind of riling up Locke on Twitter about Virginia getting left out in the cold. Oh I yeah, I think I'm, I, I've I've really put the bait on the line, and I'm just waiting for him to bite. I've got him nibbling around, but I'm just I think I think he may bite on the next one. So that's something that I'll I'll be <laughs> monitoring today. Keith, we still have your shady rays. We'll give them to you at the scramble, or you can come by the studio. Just give us a heads up if you are going to come by the studio. Uh, the person we all saw Saritas to, I'd rather just Venmo you some money because the gift cards I have have some water damage on them, let alone they're kind of expired too. So just all together, <clears throat> let me just give you money to go to Salsaritas, um, but you would need to reach out to me. And what else we got? Hey, by the well, way, the same guy that we owe Salsaritas just won the Bourbon and Beyond tickets. So there we go. What, all right. What a month for him. So when we are, you know, well, then good. I'm happy that that worked out that way. 
Uh, Josh has been, I think, listening for a while. So we'll we'll get you your goodies, Josh. Don't worry about that. We're not going to be the station that that skips. Yeah. <laughs> Unless an advertiser promises us a contest, and then we start to do the contest, and then the advertiser doesn't ever get back to us when it's time for for the for the gifts. It's happened, folks. It's happened. All Happy right. Happy July Fourth, everybody. Enjoy everybody. the long weekend. Yeah. We're not going to be having a show on Monday. Well, of course not. It's July 4th. We'll be celebrating. We'll be celebrating with some fireworks. Roush, I think there's been some fireworks on today's radio show. It's been, it's been a good time. Everybody Real have hoop. a great week. Stranger Things is out, and that's going to be fun to watch. And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday, I think, is the plan. So everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. Thanks for the text, the calls into the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Oh. Radio. Okay. We'll put yeah, Other